want to dive into our one of our favorite topics. Uh, so I pose the question to these well, gentlemen. Well, this gonna be interesting. I pose the question. Yo, to these yo, gentlemen. yo. <laughs> yeah. Check one two one two. Mike check one two. So <laughs> I'm a kid growing up, and you guys are my old heads. I want to know. What are the 10 hip-hop albums that I need to hear that are your favorite albums that'll show me how to be a good rapper? <laughs> An hour ago, that 10 was a 5, so... Right, <laughs> look, right. man, look. It grew to 10. It, it, it grew to 10. And that's actually good because... It's variety. Five, your 5 is so... Yeah. It's, know, it's not enough, man. It's, it's just, not enough. Um, I, I'll say this. So, when it comes to albums, I tend to use... I have, I have a formula for that I use for rappers. When people talk about the top... Who are you top five? And my favorite is going to be different than who I believe objectively is top five. I'm always going to look at, first of all, your ability, mm-hmm. your technical yeah. ability. Can you, can you actually rap? Can you put words together? Can you be clever with the wordplay? All that. Second, I got to look at your catalog. That counts. That a lot counts. of people say right. it doesn't count, but it, it I'm counts. sorry, it counts. Yep. Was your catalog trash? Did you, you know, uh, thirdly, your impact on the culture. And I think yep. that gets like kind of overlooked uh, when it comes to. Uh, comparing uh, rappers like yeah. you know one of the reasons I know I hate to bring up Eminem again we talked about it last week he's a polarizing figure yeah yeah that, him and that Logic song was kind of dope but <laughs> it was dope I but I've chosen that because the thing Eminem. about Eminem is he had such an impact on the culture regardless of whether you think it was negative or not but it was a huge I mean it was, when he came out it was like a nuke so I tend to use that same formula when it comes to albums. So I'm not gonna. I'll give you a top ten ish. It won't. Uh, maybe not in any particular right. order, but albums yeah. that that I think you as a young buck. Yeah. You gotta go. You gotta know you your gotta history. Go so yeah. Uh, Come on. <laughs> uh, first on the list, I got. I'm gonna say Dr. Dre, Chronic, mainly because that was kind of like the explosion of, of West Coast West Coast hip hop right. in the '90s. I mean, that out, you couldn't go anywhere without hearing Here somebody anywhere. playing that yeah, album listen. in their car. Right. And it wasn't even the, it, it was raw and unpolished. You hear, uh, you know, I'm talking about interviews about recording that album. There's just a bunch of dudes in the studio yep. getting oh, high rapping. You know, and, <laughs> and they made an album that just kind of like sparked the flame. Because after you got Doggy Style, Dog Poo by the Dog Pound, all of these really that were probably better albums. That, funny, that, story, that, funny, that, story, that, funny story, funny story. My dad was a my dad is younger than you guys' dad, so he's a, he's a hip hop fan. My my dad, I grew up knowing rappers delight. So my dad had Doggy Style the tape, <laughs> and I took it to school one day. Oh god! And the teacher heard it. Oh, he called my parents oh, and freaked out, <laughs> and I got drunk. This is a funny story. The Chronic was a very organic experience in more ways than one. Yeah, okay. <laughs> literally. Yeah, it yeah. was literally an organic experience. But go ahead, you did. No, yeah, 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 you got nine more to go. Okay, so nine more. Right, so <laughs> you got this off top of the dome. After this, I'm gonna say uh, Biggie Smalls, "Ready to Die." Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I can't, I can't put it way up there like some people do, but you know, and I'm big is not like in my top five, maybe top ten. He just didn't have enough. Uh, the work, yeah, he, he just didn't. He died too young, but that album was very, very raw, and I think that was probably uh, a, a good shift from from the the old school New York uh, street street hip hop yeah. to you know kind of transition in, in, into this new thing. So uh, I got I got list ready to die. Uh, after that, I'm gonna go Pac Machiavelli, uh, mm-hmm. Seven Day Theory. That album was. And I'm not even like a huge, huge Tupac fan, but that album was incredible. And I, I, 
it just makes that he died so young that much more sad because I think that Al, he finally figured it out. Everything together. It, yeah. Everything came into his own, uh, you know, lyrically, uh, musically, sonically, thematically. Yeah. I mean, that album was just, just absolutely, uh, absolutely incredible. Jamal, I wish you could take Nas' name out. No, I, so, uh, <laughs> speaking of Nas, speaking of Nas, uh, Nas Illmatic. Um, that album was kind of like the New York lyrical hip hop renaissance when it came out. And admittedly, I slept on it. I heard, it, hard to yeah, I had heard some songs uh, like "The World Is Yours." Mm -hmm. It was, was kind of like the big one, represent. But it was written was on my radar way before it met. So I heard, listen, it was written, and then I had to go back. And You're not the only one who shared yeah. that opinion. And then. Uh, Listen, Elmatic and was like, "Whoa, this is yeah. this is absolutely incredible." I feel terrible that I absolutely uh, slept on. Um, next, I'm gonna go Jay Z, Reasonable Doubt. I know that's a super super polarizing one because, but I just feel I like that it, I even Jay said, "I gave you prophecy on the first joint, you all laid it out." Didn't really appreciate it to the, the second, second one came out. out. So I says, <laughs> you know, he knew that that Reasonable Doubt was just. That was the best Jay. One thing he gets lost on Jay is that dude could rap. Right. And he could do everything that you want an MC to do. The storytelling, the technicals, the wordplay. He could do all that. And he did all that on the album. Plus, I had the incredible production from people like DJ Premier. It, uh, thematically, you know, it was it, it was an incredible, incredible album. It picked up where Biggie left off. And I, I think that album gets super underrated. Yeah. Uh, especially when you talk about albums like The Blueprint and, you know, Hard Knock Life, uh, you know. So, uh, after that, Tribe Called Quest, Midnight Marauders. Um, that album just, I mean, I, I can listen to that. I could, right now, I could put that album on and just, it's just skip proof. I just, just. I still just listen to it. I still listen to it. I mean, I mean, every, it, 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 here's the thing about Tribe. I've never thought that Fife or Q-Tip were like, like these amazing super lyricists. But, um, just the vibe of their music and those guys were so educated musically that they knew what a good song was. They knew yeah. what a good vibe yeah. was. They knew how to make good music. And a lot of people will say that some of the, uh, like, um, some of the later joints that came out when, when they brought Dilla along mm -hmm. uh, were better, but I think that that was kind of like... Too much. Yeah, well, not too much, because, you know, I love Jay Dilla, but I, I just felt like Midnight Marauder was just like, that was the apex. That was the climax of, of Tribe Called Quest um, right there. Uh, let's see, so how, how many am I at right now? <laughs> You're at six. six. I'm, I'm six. at six, so, so I gotta give y'all. I mean, right, right, you can leave it there, cause, cause. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. I was gonna say, we can go five, 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 five whatever. Five. All right, so Ronnie presented this. I, I had, I, I'm, I'm approaching this in, in a couple of different ways, okay? Because I want to give you my favorites personally, but objectively, if I'm talking to someone else, especially a younger kid. Mm -hmm. And I just want them to get what I believe are the most impactful albums. It may not necessarily be gotcha. my favorites, but it's what I believe is just necessary to, to listen to as a so-called hip-hop fans. I will give you five of my personal favorites first. Shoot. Midnight Marauders will forever be my number one hip-hop album forever and ever and ever. I, <laughs> <Amen>. <laughs> ever. I remember the day 
I walked into my friend Jason's room and heard lyrics to go playing, and I and I was a twelve year old kid, that, and I cussed, and I said, I said, man, what the fuck is this? That, 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 I, I literally <laughs> said that. That sample is so haunting. On it's like, song. oh my yeah. god, it's the best thing I've ever heard. God, I just cussed on this the podcast. Like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> anyway, so that's number one. Um, after this, I'm not gonna rank them. I'm just gonna give you albums, man. I uh, the next album I'm mixing is. It's probably, probably your Maddie. Your mom was going to be like, mom. Yeah, I was saying, this is going to be kind of just. I mean, I might have some bleed over. No, there's going to be some curveballs. Trust me, man. Illmatic, by all accounts, I think if you put a million hip-hop fans and you ask a million people, what, what is the greatest hip-hop album, most of them are going to say Illmatic. You might not agree with it. But most people are going to be like, Illmatic is like the East Coast Bible of hip-hop records for the 90s. You know what I mean? So that's the most, one of my favorites. Y'all no, hate me. Another <laughs> one of my personal favorites. This is the Curveball. My Beat, Hell on Earth. That's not a Curveball. Curve yeah. you know, I say why it's a Curveball for most people. Because most people are going to be like the infamous. I personally like Hell on Earth. Yeah. Right. I liked Hell on Earth. It was a little more raw. It was a lot more raw. Yeah. It, I felt like I was in Queens ready to rob somebody. Right. When I was right. Right. Bias in it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, what's that? Three now? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a lot tougher than I thought, actually. All right. Here's another curveball. Nobody, I bet you know this is on nobody's list. Diggable Planets. Planets. Uh, it's not on my list, but I can feel you on that. I can feel you on that. Um, God, what's the second album? I'm Blowout Home. Blowout Home. Let me tell you about Blowout Cone. The very first day I entered the halls of West Charlotte High School <laughs> as a 14-year-old guy, they were playing um, a song called Black Eagle on the loudspeaker. It was like, hey, welcome all the new students. And I was like, it's like heaven. I was like, wow, I'm home. <laughs> like, wow. Like, how cool is it? I, my new school is playing this. But anyway, you ever listen to an album and you don't get it maybe the first couple of times right, yeah. because maybe you're too young yeah, or it's every, not the time. Every J. Cole album. And <laughs> <laughs> Still waiting. Uh, so, so listen, man. <laughs> Years later, when I go back and listen to that album, like just on a strictly creative basis, it is like amazing, man. Like, yeah, man. I, but I just believe that's an album that should have came out 10 years ahead of when it came out. So uh, what else? Two, three, four, four, four. four. All right. Um, God, what's my fifth one, man? This is God. I can't believe this is harder than I thought it would be. Fifth one, I'm gonna say Buster Rhymes are coming. Ooh, woo! Yeah, good choice. Buster Buster. Okay. Good choice. Um, yeah. Let me tell you something, man. He's close. You can attest to this. <laughs> yeah, there, there's always like some artists like before they come out with their own release. You can see the industry grooming them to be the next guy. We all know the leaders in the new school. We yeah. all, that, from the time we saw leaders in the new school on yeah. our senior yeah. hall yeah. show. Yeah. <laughs> and we was like. When Buster Rhymes came, I was like, come on. It was like, was like Yo, this, this guy this right guy. here. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then he jumped on it. Everybody's remixes. Yeah. And it is. And, it, and when it, when it, like when Wuha came out, Wuha to me was like the warm up. It was yeah. like, okay, this is the more marketable single. But I'll never forget. The first night we popped in this CD, we were going to West Coast football game, and, and, and we played um, one time. Everything remains wrong. I'm sure everything <laughs> remains wrong. Yo, that that song. I don't condone violence, 
But that song <laughs> makes you might. It makes you want to do something wrong. It makes you, it makes you it makes you want to elbow people in the face. It is like just the more and then abandon ship is like it's, it's like the same energy. So those are my personal top five favorites. I'm gonna let Vince go next, and by the time we come around, Vince, my brother, come on, I'm gonna let me down. Look, by, by, the time, by the time we come back around, I'm gonna name five albums that I believe everyone should listen to. So, okay, five. so um, first off, no matter what we talk about, whether it's music, whether it's sports, or whatever, I absolutely hate "Give Me Your Top Five or "Give Me Your Top Ten. And the reason why I hate it is because I Bobby believe Ryan. it's it's so much good stuff out there. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I think it's unfair to those who who listen as well as those who who participate in the art to say, "Hey, these are the top five of all time." But let it's me interrupt fine. you. Let me interrupt you. That, that's why I'm very careful to say here's my personal favorites because. I, those arguments get real sticky and messy. Yeah, yeah. My the five I'm gonna give you will be a blend of what Jamal just said. I'm gonna give you five that are some of my favorite, but then if if it's 2019 and I'm talking to a 10 or a 15 year old kid, I'm gonna try and give you five that that 10 or 15 year old kid will be able to relate to. Gotcha. Because in 2019, his favorite artist probably has 300. Face tattoos. So, so I'm a so a 15 year old kid today will not listen to three fourths of the albums that you guys just mentioned. And there's no discredit to you guys at all. But the the times are different, and it's it's hard for a kid to go listen to an album that came out in '93. So these are the five albums that I dropped out. I'm gonna call them essential albums, mainly because each album encompasses a wide array of emotions. Gotcha. And also, because we're only giving albums, what Kaz was saying earlier, I'm giving you these albums because the artists, their catalog, their body of work, gotcha. you can continue to listen to their body of work. Gotcha. The first one, I'm sure you guys can guess, but I'm going to put Crick was there. First one, um, it's not even an album. It's a mixtape, but it was so put together that people have looked at it as an album. And Crit was here, you can literally, you hit play on the first track, and you don't stop until that, that album is over. I can listen to the album all day, every day, no problem. The second one, this, this is going to be a definite curveball, but because of its impact on the culture, I went with Get Rich and Not Trying. But I think a 15 year old kid today will be able to relate to it. I mean, that was a dope album. It was, it was, it was, it was. Uh, My third one, I went with Pac, Me Against the World. That album was, uh, that that one touched me pretty good with some of the tracks on that album. Um, Death Around the Corner, I probably listen to that track four or five times every every, every week. So uh, then you had uh, Dear Mama on that album as well. So I think that would be a double. Double this one? No, nah, that one was a double no, day. This was this was before, before the death row. And when it comes to Pac, I wouldn't even put that one as his best album, but I think that would be the most relatable one to introduce a 15-year-old kid to Tupac. Um, now, I could have went with Better Days, but Better Days was a posthumous album, and they just yeah. kind of like put all his tracks together. Yeah. But um, so that's why I, I, I think Me Against the World... Not, not to interrupt. Yeah. It, 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 a more you had a more balanced Tupac. Yeah. yeah. Then and I think uh, someone he he was talking more about social issues on this album 
and I, I do think that in 2019, that would be more relatable yeah. than like All Eyes on Me, which was just a gangster rap album. Yeah. You know, so. Um, number four on my list, um, I went with College Dropout. And now, here's the deal. <laughs> Kanye's first five albums are instant classics. All five of them. Yeah. And you could have chosen any one of those albums and been justified, but I went with College Dropout simply because it was his first album. So you listen to College Dropout, you're, you're obviously going to go listen right. to the rest of them. Okay? Um, another curveball for you guys. All right, it's dark and hell is hot. Oh yeah, that's, that's, that's not a curveball. That's, that's a good one. Right? Yeah. Yeah. All right, that's yeah. what I'm gonna do, man. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I didn't think it. Right, right. right. So, that's a fastball. Okay, <laughs> so I don't need to explain that. No, one. no. Now here's here's something um, that I that I knew was gonna happen before we had this conversation, and Kaiser and Jamal have actually proven me right. With all of these albums we're talking about, with, with as forward thinkers as we are, we are yet to name a female artist. But with as many uh, great female artists that have been out there, I have never in my life had someone get in my car and say, Vince, play that new Missy Elliott. Vince, play but, okay, well, uh, Missy Elliott. Well, okay, Missy Elliott. They got dope track. But not, 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 not to take it off on a different tangent. Even though you just did, but <laughs> no, right? But, but, but objectively, think of all the great female hip hop artists. Could you honestly say any of their albums are as essential as the ones you just named? No, I, I can think no. of a few. Maybe Queen Latifah, All Hell the Queen, uh, MC Light, Light as a Rock. That's the closest one. Uh, and, well, well, for me, maybe, maybe Lil Kim. Uh, no, I'm not introducing the women. No, 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 no. Her first album no, was. Our first album was. Yeah, her first album was a very good album. Uh, it was strong. But, I mean. I, I, Eve, I, Eve there's a, I'm, I'm going to give you guys an album, and there's only one person on this panel who's going to co sign it. And that album is She Got Game. Help me out, Roddy. Ah, it's Rhapsody, bro. Oh, it's Rhapsody. What you said, Layla's wisdom or something. No, no, but but she got game. Even though she's not a, a big time artist, it it encompasses everything pretty much. Without it's it's I mean, what, here, female. So here, it's funny. Like it, in that room right there is a giant raw digger poster. The raw digger signed. Raw digger signed for me. I met raw digger <laughs> twice. Both both times she came to Charlotte. I went and saw her. You know, we hung out with her at the bar. She's great, and I love cool person too. Yeah, real cool person. I love Dirty Harriet, and it is one of my personal favorite albums. But like, I can't put it up there. Yeah, with, I agree. Uh, I miss edu- with Miss Education. Okay, so she didn't write a lot of it, but hey, let me get this out of the way, and then you got it right. Okay, okay. those are my, those are just my six albums okay. because. I kept it at five, and then I added She Got Game because I wanted to include the ladies. Gotcha. Um, I got I got four honorable mentions. Um, both chronics are honorable mention on my list. Both of them. I can't wait to get out. Let me get to my five. No, no, no. I'm going to just say this before you, before you go. Let me get to my five. We have all made an, a very egregious omission on this panel, but go ahead, bro. Oh, yeah, I got two me, more. I, yeah, I, I can think of one yeah. that I'm like. I, my last two um, honorable mention, um, Kaiser kind of kind of went this already, but I went with the Slim, Slim Shady LP. Oh! <laughs> I went with Slim. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey. Eminem, first three albums. Hey. 
Eminem, like I, I get it. He's an enigma right now. I wish he wouldn't be doing the things that he's been doing the last five years or so. But first three albums, Eminem, you can't do that's that. enough with hot coffee. Right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. And my last honorable mention, even though I've already mentioned the artist, I went with uh, Big Crit's last release, "Forever Is a Mighty Long Time." That's my honorable um, mention. Don't. It's, it's double disc. I actually like this. I, I like this too a lot more. But I think that would be a I'm good album to introduce to it. I'm, I'm, I'm about to throw some curveballs hey, too. Uh, for the audience out there, I just want to show you Rodney's list here. <laughs> hey man, look. <laughs> I don't it's, think we can have time to get to all. No, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just doing my ten. Let's do my ten. All right, hey, now let's let's do this because because we're kind of well, the, the time is pretty long. Name, just just name the ten albums. We'll do our best to keep our emotions ourselves, and then we'll get you once you name your ten. Okay, my ten: Illmatic, Nas. Equimini, Outkast, Blueprint, Jay-Z, Minstrel Show, Little Brother, The Cool, Lupe, B.E., Common, Thug Motivation, 101, Jeezy, The Fix, Scarface, Great Choice, great, Good Kid, Man City, Kendrick, mm -hmm. 400 Degrees, Juvenile, and Riding Dirty, UGK. I'm done. That's not like a bad list. I actually like your list, man. Yeah, that's hey, that's pretty dope. Give me my props. There's one what? thing I don't like about your list. What? There is one thing I don't like about your list, man. I love Common. I hate when people are like, Bees is best out. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> this is my favorite. It's my favorite. One day it'll all make sense. It's Thank the you. best Thank comment. Yeah, and I, I don't yeah. know. If, if we go 10, I don't know if I put... TM one on one on my list. Man, but I'm definitely not. I am not knocking it. I, 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 I love that choice. I might would put to pimp a butterfly over uh you yeah. know Mass City. Yeah, that to pimp a butterfly was just an incredible, incredible album. Also, I kinda think Southern Playlistic over Equimini. Woo! Oh, Ooh, that's strong. Remember when I talked about impact? Okay. Yeah. When Southern Playlist Cadillac music came out, it was like and, like a new thing. And I'm glad you said that because before you made that impact comment, I would have went Section 80 if I'm going to name a Kendrick Lamar album. Speaking of impact, I'm glad y'all are bringing impact. <laughs> let, let me tell you, let me tell you this panel a real quick story, man. Um, I hope I hope my boy Ja Freedom is watching this because I I approached uh this my, my my friend Ja about coming up with like um like a, a cumulative list of the top 10 most impactful impact albums. Not necessarily, I want to be clear, not necessarily your favorite or something you like. Because I got some, there's a short list I want to read. Y'all can be like, there's no way you like that. But I'm talking about a list of albums that like, again, if we're talking to a kid, you like, listen to these albums and they kind of shaped hip hop. I'm going to read my list off, all right? Some of these, a lot of these have already been mentioned. My, my list, if we're talking about impactful albums, Illmatic, Low in Theory, It Takes a Nation of Millions to Hold Us Back, Public Enemy, The Chronic, Dr. Dre, As Nasty as They Want to Be, Live Crew, <laughs> The Infamous, Mob Deep, and here's the one where I just, I'm, here's what I'm getting on all of y'all. Straight out of Compton, NWA. How come nobody has mentioned that album yet? Sure. Straight out of Compton. Well, I, I got it. Time out. Into the 36 Chambers. I was going to say, somebody. It's, 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 on, it's on my yeah, yeah. mention. And, and the last one is We Can't Be Stopped, Ghetto Boys. Boys. Okay. Now, I, 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 I got another one. Want... I got another one. P. 
paid in full, Airbnb Rocket. Okay, that has but to if, 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 and it depends on why you're giving this list. If you want to say, hey, hey, young one, go take care of history. This is the evolution of rap. All That's where I'm coming yeah, from. Yeah, all hey, those albums. Real quick. BDP criminal minded. I don't know how all I those albums yeah. you guys have named are are dope. But if you if you got someone who is simply wanting to be a fan, who's wanting to get into the culture of hip hop, and you want to gravitate them into it, I'm not sure if some of those albums work. I'm okay, not sure. Okay, okay. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna I'm 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 read off from my honorable mentions. Basically, if if I want to give a kid something before to to move up in, the first one is Radio LL Cool J. The second one would be Mama Said Knock You Out LL, Paid in Full, uh, Eric B. and Rakim, and then The Ghetto Boys. I'm jumping to The Ghetto Boys, Luke, and then uh, DOC, the first album. He's a Southern hip hop legend. No, nah, he is. He's Southern. No He's Southern Dallas. Yeah, he wrote a lot of Dallas. You know, there, there's an artist, because again, I'm, I'm, and it's I'm, I'm looking more so at talking to a 15 year old kid to make him become a hip hop. Hip hop is far too nuanced yeah. to really do that. There are a few other genres that have as many sub genres yeah, as hip hop. You know, and finally, you know, hip hop musically is maybe almost forty five years old. We finally got to the yeah. point where we can like discuss music theory and hip hop. Mm. It just depends. If if I tell a kid to go listen to Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five, he listens to it. He's gonna be like, "That's whack." I don't. I yeah. No, the, the message you. The message. No, 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 no. If you, if now that we're in 2019, I, I, I If you take a lot of that music from the 80s and the 90s, y'all gonna get mad at me. 80s. No, what, 90s, what did I say? No, 80s and 90s. Y'all gonna get mad. There's a lot of great music from that era that would be considered bubblegum rap today. Right. There's a lot, you know. So let me, look, I, I, I want to speak to that man, and this is this is this is snobby. This is snobby Jamal talking. This is this is music snob talking here. Me personally, man, when I, it, when 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 I hit my period where I wanted to go back and listen to old stuff and see why everybody loved it, I had a different mindset. Mm-hmm. I knew that it was a different time. Yeah, things were going to sound yeah. different. Sonically, it wasn't going to sound the same. I just wish more young kids would have that same thinking. Yeah, obviously, it's going to be different. Some of this is going to be a little simplistic. But going to that with an open mind, I would tell a kid this. You know what I mean? This is Jamal talking to a 15-year-old. Like, a lot of this stuff ain't going to be super wordy, super lyrical, blah, blah, blah. But, but, but listen to it for what it is. That's how it's become so simplistic nowadays. It might work. They yeah. might be able to relate to some of the, that is very yeah, true. That's the older point. stuff. Uh so I, I do think it's funny that Wu was very underrepresented with the four of us. The uh, West Coast in general was Hey, my first two that. albums was West Coast <laughs> right. albums. But right. I, and, and again, if I extend mine to 10, Do I have any West I'm West? probably putting no, the game's sorry. red album on here. The, 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 the game, his red album. I don't know. You yeah, got, I, I got game one and first two. Yeah, first yeah I'm up. Uh, his first one. See, here's six. To, see, this <laughs> is the age difference right here. <laughs> They're putting... Early 2000s, mid 2000s stuff. Me and you is like, like 90s. 90s. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, got, I got some 80s and 90s on here. But, but I, mean, look, I, got, I got a real curveball. Future, future Dirty Sprite too. Nah, Say that changed the culture. Okay, I'll give you a curveball. 
De La Soul Stakes is Hot, I feel like, was the most ahead of its time album they love, they love to come like out you. in the 90s. Yes. And it's the, the stuff they were talking about on that album, we're still, still talking about. Still talking about today. Yeah, and then, uh, and then nah, well, nah, but that was like, I, I feel like that was, Jay Dilla was in his. Zone. Yeah, that, and, that, I, that time and I feel like me and Rodney could probably have this conversation. We'd have to do this on another day. But the fact that you mentioned uh, uh, TM One on One, there's a lot of artists that we did that we didn't even mention yeah, for yeah. them because because Ti's trap music yeah. and uh, Gucci, Gucci Mane. Paper Trail Ti's on here for me. I wouldn't do Paper Trail. I, 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 like I like Paper Trail. I like Paper Trail. It's more mature. Okay. And then it's now, maturity and if you take Gucci Mane's uh, "Hard to Kill," if you want to talk about impact on culture, Go Gucci Mane impact is hard. Yeah, now, now, what, what, what? Yeah, exactly. It, 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 That's why I said, it, 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 look, it ain't all good, but you, but you can't now, deny it. I'm, I'm telling you, you now. When, when I'll simply defer to y'all on this one. <laughs> when did he make that all that yellow on everything? Oh, lemonade. It was 2009. That's when I stopped messing with Gucci. Like yeah, that I, I before that it was cool. Yeah, that, well, once he got all yellow, everything, I was like, all right, all right, Gucci, you made it. Congrats. Like I'm, I'm gonna keep listening to Hard to Kill. I got, I got 